When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dude, I was dancing for you when I wrote that movie. I, I remember. Those stories that I put in there was all stuff. Fresh. That, dude, it was happening to me. They always cast you as like a... Uh... Like a cop or something, right? Dude, it's usually cop soldier. This cop. was an EMT. Dude, and that was like my running joke lately, man. And um, like this was an EMT role. And when I read it, I'm like, all right, this dude ain't half bad, man. That's uh -huh. cool. I was like kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. I thought like, oh, this guy's got to be got to be a, a prick or something somewhere. And I wasn't. It was actually kind of nice because <laughs> I, I embrace it. Like I'm usually the... The prick. The prick cop, cop. Racist cop. Racist cop. Prick soldier. Thug. Yeah. I funny. saw you had tattoos on your story. Oh. I knew that was for a role. I, I, fucker, like, I knew you, you. Yeah. I was like, no way. So many people are like, are they real? Are they real? And I'm like, yeah, they're real. I, uh, <laughs> it's something I shot yesterday. It was um, like two undercover cops. Okay. You know? Nice. So. Is it for like an actual role? Is it, was it a like short a, film. Oh, nice. Yeah, a so short you, film. you do a bunch of like probably like short projects or small projects, big projects. Yeah, uh, I like, dude. I gotta stay busy, man. Yeah. And I don't like I don't sit and wait. Like yeah. most actors will sit and wait for a role. Yeah. And twiddle their fucking thumbs, man. I can't like. So what do you do? You just like go. I out write my own. You write your own shit. I got my own crew. I write my own. When there's a part I want. I'm I'm doing it. You write yourself into it. Yeah, That's I just I, I write it and I shoot it. I'll get the location and I started doing that. That was. Do you send any of these like into like directors festivals? and festivals and? Yeah, festivals. Like the know. I did a short film. It was 2016, 17. About uh, it was 24 minutes. That's a long short. We shot it in Detroit. It was about uh. That's that's how the I kind of like set myself up for it in a way with the racist cop because it was about a racist like, I don't, don't want to say it was about a racist cop I played a cop that shot and killed an unarmed black yeah. kid in like mistaken identity yeah. right and it went to quite a few festivals and one and mm -hmm. that kind of because it was right when like all this police brutality was happening so I was you know I was like I'm gonna make a movie about this and that I think kicked off Smart. they're like this guy's a a racist cop. So then those roles started oh. pouring in. And then it got to the point lately I'm like, ah, dude, I got to pass, man. Yeah. I don't want, like, it's too many back to back. Yeah, you got to mix it, mix it up just for yourself. You notice, like, I noticed that about Robert Downey Jr. Right after Iron Man, like, he was very quick to film Sherlock Holmes. I was like, he probably did that on purpose just so, like, he can keep himself. Yeah in the conversation of like, uh, he's a versatile actor. Cause you know, a lot of people get like kind of almost typecast. I know it's Tom, Tom, Tom Holland, right? As, as soon as he got done with Spider-Man, he's like filming all these other things with the Russo brothers. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, okay. So he doesn't get, you know, stuck into that. Well, and the guys guy. like that have the luxury, right? And it is like, they right. say it is better to be typecast than no cast. Cause you, yeah. you want to work, but you know, Sometimes you just got to take the roles, man. I don't have any that I'm uh, I'm ashamed of. No. I'm I'm pretty proud. Well, I mean, shit, we're about to fucking talk about all the uh all the good stuff. All the <laughs> all the things that preceded this crazy career of yours. Should we just get straight into it? Oh, dude, I'm fuck it. I'm ready, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We are back for another episode of Strip Down. Strip and today down. Stripped down, appropriate name, right? Love it. Today, we have our very first guest. Not only is this man one of the stars of 911 Lone Star on Fox, Dave on FX, Lucifer on Netflix, and also the writer, director, and star of his own film called Misled. 
Misled. I could not forget that one. Misled. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about you earlier because I was like, how cool is it that like Sammy Sheik played that uh, the character you inspired? Oh, I inspired that character? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Well, I should also mention, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now he wants his royalty check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's my royalty, motherfucker? I should also mention that you are the very first male entertainer that I ever hired. Yeah. Dude, that's true. Panera Bread. You are like the first Avenger. Panera, I am the first <laughs> Panera Avenger. Bread. That's where Panera I did, Bread. That's where I did the interview. In Dearborn. That's not Dearborn Heights. Panera Bread in Dearborn on Michigan, yep. Michigan Avenue. Michigan Avenue. At that time, I was still living with my parents. Driving that white Dodge Challenger. <laughs> Damn, you got a good memory. I got a good memory. It was a Charger, not a Charger. Charger, that's what it's yep. a Charger. Yep. Yep. And um, I came out acting as if I was a representative for a company. Dude, you were good back then. <laughs> you, were, you were good back this then. This is way back before Magic Men, before oh, any man. of that. That was a long time ago. Yep. We were just booking private parties. Yeah. And dude. you were coming from, you were working at a club yeah. from over the, over the border in Windsor. Yep. But it closed down. It yeah. was a male entertainer club. It was the only one around. And um, it closed down. And it's like, fuck, let me get some weekend gigs. Dude, I thought I, I, I was done. I can't remember how you applied or whatever. I saw your application. <laughs> Bro, I thought I was done, man, because I was acting at that point. And, like, yeah. I had already got a couple gigs and did, like, an indie that went and, like, won a bunch of awards. And it was going good. And I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't be stripping anymore. Yeah. And then I, I just, like, hit some hard times and I was broke. And I saw, I probably looked on Craigslist or something, and I saw your ad. Uh -huh. And I was like, dude, I gotta, dude, I was actually trying to wait tables. Yeah. And I'd waited tables for two weeks, and it sucked ass, man. I was horrible. I didn't, like, I was like, I can't do this, man. I'm better at dancing at tables than waiting on them. And not only that, like, the difference of you, what you can make in one hour oh. compared to, you and know, an entire freedom. Night. And it was, like, it was... The freedom. Dude, yeah. was, it, was it wintertime? I just remember it being like close to the holidays, man. And it was one of those things where I'm like, dude, I need money. Yeah. I need money. Yeah. And I hit you up and I was like, dude, what do you got, man? <laughs> what do you got? Dude, I remember that those days. They're so long ago to me. But it seems like you remember it a lot more vividly than I do. Bro, I still want to hear something crazy. Yeah. That cop shirt you gave me. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I loaned it to you. I still have that. Do you know how much, how many acting gags, uh, acting gigs I booked off that? Really, bro? It was too big for me. I took it to my tailor, had her fit it, bro. Every <laughs> cop role that I landed, I landed with that shirt. No I shit, still got dude. It. I need those royalties, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging my own grave here. <laughs> I'm joking. So, this is basically like repayment right now. Just like we yeah, gotta get man. into some stories, ladies and gentlemen. It's funny, like how one thing can like yeah. lead to another, man. So, like, just like a little bit of context behind that comment is like before you would go to any of these private parties, you were required to have some sort of costume. They'd be like, "Oh, we want the pizza guy or the cop or the construction yeah, worker." Yeah, it was usually the cop was cop. like the number one requested yeah. one. You know what I mean? So I had one. I, I forgot why I even had one. I think somebody. Like, you know, was, I, somebody else's that they left. Todd, but you can <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> yeah, but, dude, I might get him on here, too. I actually just reconnected. It, it, it probably was. So I gave it to you. You kept it all this time. That's crazy. Bro, I still got it, man. That's insane. It's up at Hot Shots on the door. It's our. That thing's got to be framed some, at some point. Bro, I swear, <laughs> that thing is like... It's legendary. Dude. It is legendary. So, dude, let's take them back, man, because we were we were talking about how you were involved way before any anything that I was known for, which is Magic Men, is what most people know me for, right? But you got out before Magic Men even really kicked off. Mm -hmm. I mean, shit. Let's just take it back to like how you mentioned before we started rolling the cameras. Like you got started as a dancer when you were. Only 19? 19, man. Holy shit. Bro, and it was, it's like cliche. It's one of those cliche stories. You're like, yeah, sure. But don't forget, I mean, this is like a while ago, man. Yeah. And I was getting kicked out of my apartment. Broke is a joke. I was working at Lowe's Home Improvement. Yeah. Unloading trucks at four in the morning. Then, like, 
I wasn't making, I was probably making eight bucks an hour. And I was like, I couldn't make my rent. I was getting kicked out. And this is true, man. Like yeah. my life, like truth is stranger than fiction. This is the truth, bro. So long story short, I had just gotten in shape and I was skinny, whatever. And my boy's girl, like the, these girls I know all went down to Windsor and I was living like outside of Port Huron at the time. Really? And, I don't think uh, I've ever heard this story. No? No. Dude, it's crazy, bro. I think it's crazy. So these girls I know, they go down uh, to, to Danny's in Windsor and they come back and they're like, oh, it was crazy, da-da-da-da-da. You should go. And I'm like, it's stuck in my head. And I'm like, man, I'm broke. Dude, I call. And I'm like, when's amateur night? And they're like, oh, it's, it's Wednesday night. I'm like, okay, cool. Dude, I swear, I didn't have insurance on my car. My car overheated as I drove it, and the only way to keep it from overheating was to go fast or shut it off when I stopped. Mm. And I didn't have the money to, uh, for gas or to get over the bridge. My landlord, I lived in like the smaller town, owned the liquor store. My house is here. He owns a liquor store on the corner. Uh-huh. I go to him and write a bad check for 10 bucks. I'm like, dude, if, if he don't cash it right away, I got a few days to to get it. So I cash in pop bottles and write him a check for 10 bucks. This is just so you could get to the club. To get to the club. Holy shit. Two of my boys were supposed to go with me and they, they pull out. Mm-hmm. They didn't go. So I go, go to amateur night, win. You win? Win. 50 bucks Canadian. <laughs> cash that over. It's like 36 bucks American. Got enough gas to go home. I'm like, cool, man. I want amateur night. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, this is it. But you have to get a license to dance. You have to get a license to dance in Canada, and you got to get a work visa. One's 125, one's 100. Oh, shit. I ain't got the money. Damn. So I hit up my boy, and I'm like, dude, man, I got a job, dude. Let me get. So he's like, all right. So he loans me a couple hundred bucks to get the license and the visa. So I start, start working right away, and I'm driving yeah. two hours each way, six nights a week. From Port Huron to Windsor, six nights a week, I'm not making any money, bro. How's like, that? I just didn't know what I was doing. Mm. And I see these other, and like, at 19, I looked like I was 15. No one would touch me. These women are coming in the club. I'm 159 pounds. No one would touch me. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm going to quit. Like, this ain't, <laughs> this ain't working, man. And then, like, I started to find my groove, man. You became like, Stan the Man. Yeah, but that's what they said, too. The guy's like... I was like, I, I don't know what my stage name's gonna be. He's like, Stan, what's your last name? Yeah, I was like, Stan. Jonathan Stanley, you went with Stan, Stan, Stan the he's man. like, Stan the man. And it clicked, like when it clicked, then I started making, I started making money and was able to pay my buddy back. But dude, I was struggling, man. Holy cow, so how long did you do that for? From 19 to what? Oh, 20. Cause I mean, I, you must've met me when you were like in your mid 20s. Yeah, I think it was, man. Late. I did that for like four years and then it was always a means to an end. Like I love dancing. I loved like sometimes, you know, I mean, you can get stuck. It's easy to get stuck in that. That's why everybody gets started in it. It's like, you know, it's quick money. Same story, like similar, like you're in a weird situation. Need to make some quick money. It's a means to an end. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I love to dance. That was the thing. I was yeah. always a dancer. Like, I love to dance. And I was like, yeah. I'm in shape. I can dance, too. And then I can make some money. Yep. And I always wanted to act, but I didn't know how. I didn't have any connections. So I thought, well, let's see what happens here. And, like, it'll open doors. And it it did. In, the, in, the, in, in retrospect, it did. Um, it allowed me, and then, like, when I was 24, I started, like, pursuing acting heavy. Yeah. Right? And then you get a gig here and there, and then I was, at one point, I was like, I'm done. I'm not, yeah. do- I'm not doing it anymore. Right. And I started, like, I'd get, I got a role, and then I started. Yeah, see, but that's the thing about theater. acting. It's, like, so up and down. Dude, so up and down. You see, like, even a lot of people who, you know. Who you've seen on TV, who yeah. you've seen like in shows that they've got part-time jobs. Yeah. You know We're all I mean? waiting for our next job. Everybody's man. waiting for the next job. Unless you're DiCaprio or Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Like, dude, you're you're auditioning. Unless they're like you who's writing their own stuff or finds a way to integrate themselves right. into the whole acting thing. Yeah. Which is what you've done with your, your studio. 
Yeah. You know, where you do your self tapes, your, you know, your uh, auditions, your demo reels, everything like that. You're coaching now. Right. So you found a way to like integrate it. So even during your off time, you've got something. Yeah. You know, yeah. at least something. That's yeah. your own and it's, thing. And it's, that's all I do now 24 seven is. Yeah filmmaking and acting you know and i'm that's crazy i'm I'm blessed to have that dude is there anything like so okay let's let's take people back you know through the the time machine yeah what it was like to be a dancer during that era because this is pre-magic mike pre all the movies like stripping was not a popular thing like it wasn't like this mainstream thing no, this is it early two thousand. It man. was almost underground to a certain extent. It was, and it was it was really taboo, man. It, it was, was very taboo, dude. It was like I was I was judged, man, yeah. hard, bro. Because and you couldn't let everybody know about it, no. right? But now it doesn't it feel like a little different because of the oh, way bro. the mainstream culture has almost embraced it. Totally different. I remember I was, having to like, you know, everybody had to have a fake name when they went out, right? Yep. They had to, they, some guys didn't even want to have their real photo yep. on the website. They wanted to use a fake person's photo that looked like them. You know what I mean? They, they had to keep it hush-hush. I can't let anybody know. Now it's like totally different. Everybody's yeah. like, yeah, fucking put me in the middle of the poster. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. You know, but that came with time also because we turned it into something that was like, legitimized, a, con- a big concert, a big thing. But yeah, and and when... I mean, dude, I mean, a full transparency here. I was at a full nude club. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like... We've mentioned that before. 15 dudes, maybe 20. Yeah. And you had to get fully naked. And it was Windsor, so the women could drink. Mm. That was the thing. In Canada, you could drink and get fully nude. Did that make it, like, weird or different? Because, you know, we've... Contem- Game, bro, totally different. <laughs> Yeah, that has to totally change. different. My audition was man, like, <laughs> what did you do dude, for your audition? The, the, the audition, I didn't like. I was just like dancing. But bro, I go and meet with the manager. So you gotta be like confident in yourself, ultra confident. He goes to me. Holy like shit, he wasn't I'm there when I was for amateur night. It was another manager there. But like the dude that ran mm-hmm. the club, that was the main manager. He has me come back a couple of days later, and he's like, "You know, we get full naked here." And I'm like, "Yeah, cool. You know, whatever, man." <laughs> You're like, fuck it, I need this money. He go, <laughs> I'll do something strange for a piece of change. I don't give a Bro, shit. Bro, <laughs> you ain't lying. He's like, dude, I need to see, man. I'm like, what? He's like, oh. He's like, pull your dick out. Now, dude, I'm, bro, 19, dude. Can you imagine if and I did I'm that like, shit? Dude, I'm like, oh, my God, dude. I'm like. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm, I'm like straight up though. I was like, cause I heard, I was like, dude. He's like, spread your cheeks and lift it, your sack. It, yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's see from behind. I was like, so I was just like, and the other manager's here, so it's two of them. So I'm just like, he's like, all right, you're oh hired, but you got to put on weight. But dude, it's it's one of those things, man, to where like it sounds like a crazy story. And there's a time I would have been like, dude, I was so like. I don't want to talk about that part of my life. And yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be, and I do, I want to be taken serious as an actor. Right. But there was no, as, as you get older, you're like, dude, I mean, fuck it. That made me. Exactly. That's, Without yeah. that, there is no, that was the acting yeah. school. That was the best acting school. Well, that's what I was going to get to. I could have had. It's like, period. what are some of the best things that you took away from it? You know what I mean? Because you get dumped into this world and you learn a lot about life, like, real quick. Bro. You learn, uh, like, on a deep level almost, like, where you get into the psychology of how people really are. You know what I mean? There's different ways you can, like, kind of look at it and take things away from it. Right. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And it was, and my parents were cool with it. I might go down these little rabbit holes. But um, the cool thing is my parents were cool with it. My parents are very street. My whole family is, like, very street. Mm-hmm. They were all born and raised in Detroit, in the yeah. hood. So my parents told me straight up, they said, dude, cool. Just don't fuck with no drugs. Yeah. The exactly, same thing my mom said. She goes, cool, do your thing. Just don't fuck with drugs. Till this day, I ain't never touched a drug. Yeah. I never smoked weed. I don't drink. I ain't never got high. I was just about the money. Yeah. Right? And the way it helped was seeing you see everything, man. And I'm from the school of thought to where... Dude, you got to get, like, as an actor, too, 
dude, fuck, okay, so what? You go to NYU, you go to Juilliard, that ain't teaching you life. That yeah. doesn't get you ready for life. So yeah, you go to Juilliard or NYU, which I'm not knocking, that has its place, but yeah. then how do you go and do a lot of these characters? You gotta go out and get dirty. Yeah. And that's the shadow, right? Yeah. So when you're down in the, the in trenches, the man, and, yep. and you, you know, you, you come across everyone. Yeah. Right? From and all it's just like Hollywood. Yep. It's just like Hollywood, man. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Because yeah. everything has its price, its price man. <laughs> Holy shit. Everything has its price. And the only difference between the strip club and Hollywood is a union. <laughs> that's it, dude. Like, that's it. Oh, I ain't doing that. Oh, okay. It's Jake Gyllenhaal and it pays 500 grand. Okay. I'll do you it. You got yourself a deal. Holy shit. It's like, I mean, that's it, dude. That's it's, crazy. It's so close, man. And the 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 that's when I when it clicked for me, and I was like, dude, that's like. As you get older, those are the people, and I don't know if you're like this, but like you sit and talk to someone like you, you got amazing stories. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't a square. Plenty of them. You've heard dude, most of them. The, <laughs> the best, but you ain't a square, dude. Yeah. And, like that's, yeah, that that yeah. shit's boring. I want to yeah. be around like life's yeah. i don't want to say like life's fuck-ups because that ain't the proper word but i want to be around people that have like done it yeah been in it been, been around in it i don't want like some someone that had yeah. like oh my parents are perfect everything's perfect mm-hmm. everything's been good i had a perfect childhood dude we can't talk about nothing i can't relate to you yeah put me in a room with a bunch of people that got like trauma <laughs> and yeah you're gonna hear people from all different walks of lives but some there's some overlap there is some overlap you know what i mean so you could relate in some ways and yeah. you can kind of correlate some of your stories with some of their stories right and it's like you, you guys just get each other yeah right it, you know but it also kind of helps you understand people a little yeah. bit better you know what i mean like that's one thing i take t- took away from like being in this industry especially like focusing on the male entertainers and having a female audience, it's like really now I have a totally different understanding of women like that. I didn't I would have never had before. Right. You well, you I mean? got two sisters and I have two sisters, of course. So I always went into the mindset. It's like I need You've to make seen this it different. Sh- oh, yeah. I've seen it way different than you, because like, you know what you're talking about, like I could see how that culture would kind of bring you up, especially like it being a full nude show. It's like you guys are literally just pieces of meat up there. Dude, that's it. We're commodities. You're, you're, you're commodities. You're there to make your money and whatnot. And the girls are looking at you as such. It's like, yeah, you're entertaining, but it's like there's like a heavy kind of sexualized component to it. Watch oh, big time. It. Like not to say that we don't have a sexualized component to our show, but it's just more about the showmanship aspect of it with like. It's the the sexual component is just spiced on it, right? You know what I mean. We're we're trying to make a concert, so it's like okay, now I, I need to figure out how to make this show something that's entertaining to them, makes them feel like yeah. really happy to be there, and just a fun night out. Give them something they can't get anywhere else, like this this level of freedom and whatnot. So it's like that's getting me to think like that. So now I'm observing women like like that and trying to figure out okay, how do I what are some of the struggles they deal with? What, what, how can I like counteract that when, while they're in this atmosphere? So I don't know. So it just made me go there mentally yeah. where I would have never went there before. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, like if it's you and your two older sisters and your mom and you got this Lebanese upbringing, you're not seeing behind the curtain, dude. Right. Right. And now you do. And you're like, yeah. Oh man, dude, that ain't how. <laughs> right. Well, I always wanted to get the show to a point where it could, it was good enough, and like where I could, my sisters could come to. And the it's show. tasteful. Your stuff, your, tasteful your show is very tasteful. So it, it, it's crazy enough. The audience and everybody's coming is getting what they want, but it's also put production-wise high enough uh, to so my sisters can. Dude, come it's and be totally proud of clean. It. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, like it's. Look, if, if it's got its very edgy moments. Sure, but if your sisters can go it's watch like, Magic Mike and right. it's innocuous, they can watch your show. Right. Right? It's, yeah. it's not See, like. See, but what you're talking about is like the real life fucking version of what it is to be a male entertainer in like pre Magic Mike. Dude, and that's where it got like. Kind of. I mean, because. Like, like what you're saying, like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Bro. What the fuck did you do, young jo- Jonathan? <laughs> Dude, you know what? That's another. <laughs> Dude, that's another. Dude, you know what? That's another thing, man. That like, I probably wouldn't have been able. You know, I made a movie on it, so I dealt with it, and it's yeah. um. That's another thing. Misled 
Isn't that about your stripper life almost? Yeah, and I cleaned it. I kind of cleaned it up. It was. It was like I want to hear about this character that was based on me. I never knew this guy. Dude. <laughs> I kind of almost looked you, at you, him. You're like when oh, I saw he, him, I'm like, knew, oh. like, oh, he goes and gets a middle. Kind of me of myself. <laughs> he goes and gets a Middle Eastern guy to, uh, <laughs> that recruits him for dancing. Way darker complexion. Way to fucking stare. Egyptian. <laughs> Egyptian as <laughs> <is> fuck. <laughs> and the other roles he plays, he's like a terrorist in these fucking roles. I've oh, seen dude, so yeah, bro. He was doing. I'm like, bro, how you do me like that? No, but dude, <laughs> he killed it. He's a. He killed he's it. He's an amazing actor, by the he way. He killed it. Like he's so, like he's legit. He well. was doing Lone Survivor with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. He had one week break, and I was like, Sammy, like, yeah, please come do my movie. Sammy Sheik. Sammy Sheik. Yeah. So he had one week break from doing Lone Survivor, and he comes to Detroit, does it for like next to nothing, and uh, that's why he had the beard. Because at first, I wanted him to have like a clean cut look and he's like dude i can't shave this beard i gotta go back and shoot yeah. lone survivor so i'm like dude the beard works bro that's it we're just gonna i didn't even have a beard back then <laughs> no but I'm it playing. worked for like that way it wasn't yeah, for like the, vibe. the cliche because we could have easily went like with the, the yeah. cliche yeah dearborn look if yeah. that's a yeah. thing right yeah no the, the way you guys portrayed him was perfect for the role I yeah and he dude he nailed it and it's yeah. like it reminded me but that's one of the things too dude i was dancing for you when i wrote that movie i i remember those stories that i put in there was all stuff fresh that, dude it was happening to me right i would come home after like that's that's like that's why i realize in retrospect like, you can't be too squeaky clean. If I would have been like, dude, yeah. I'm done dancing. I'm going to write a movie. I wouldn't have been able to come up with the things that made misled good. Yeah. The stories I had. It's so real. so fresh. Bro, tr- truth is stranger than fiction. Yeah. Truth is stranger than fiction. Like, I, the last party I didn't, the last party I did for you, bro, I never told this story. Oh, shit. The last party I did for you. I go over to, to Windsor. It was like at a hotel. I, I'll never forget this, bro. Um, and I had like these $30 diesel underwear and girls always wanted them one time. Like, and it was like, just adding up to like, this is like the stuff that happened and like misled to where it's like slowly chipping away. And I'm like, man, this is like eating away at me. Um, this one story, I just think it's funny. Like I was doing one party and these underwear is expensive as hell. So I'd have like two or three pairs and they're 30 bucks each. And they're like the bright colored diesel. Yeah. Right. These girls would steal them. So these one girls, I look in my bag, I would take, uh, I'd take my money and just put it in my bag, and my, my underwears are gone. And, they leave um, the money but take the underwear. They left the money and took the underwear. <laughs> what the And fuck? I'm like, hey, who, who took the underwear? And she's like, um, I said, just these underwear are $30. Give me my underwear. And they seen I was getting pissed. They go and get them, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Her dog took them. Oh. I'm like, dude, okay, whatever. So that, <laughs> that was harmless, but the, the last party... You should have sold the underwear. I should, dude, I was, now that I'm thinking about that, should've I could have did a markup. I could have been like, look, these are 50 bucks. I'm going to sign them. Yeah. That's it. And 70, then their husband finds bucks, them and he's like. 100 bucks, you get a souvenir. <laughs> who's, who's staying? Honey, I want you to wear these underwear for oh me tonight. My Where'd God. you get these? Don't worry about it, bitch. <laughs> Explain the stain. Oh. <laughs> dude, that could have been, you could put that, that on there. That could have been a money move. Yeah, explain the stain. Oh, shit. Um, so what happened? Yeah, so last party, I go to this. This hotel party in, in like Windsor, Ontario. And dude, I don't I don't drink. I'm not drinking. And mm-hmm. of course I'm driving, I wouldn't anyways. These girls are wasted, bro. And mm-hmm. they rip my tank top, the the bride. She rips my tank top off. And then I'm like, okay, hey, just Yeah. You know, be cool. She takes my underwear and just starts dude, I mean like ripping them off me and you can hear them tearing and i'm like hey you got to be cool hey look i know you guys pay but that doesn't mean you get to just like yeah she's clawing me she's yanking my underwear dude you can hear them tearing and then people some people might be like oh dude big deal what's the problem it's like that's the issue of when it's like come on just because you pay doesn't mean you like anything goes Yeah, yeah yeah you don't just get to rip my clothes and like scratch and so i'm like look hey you gotta knock it off, dude. Yeah, they start tripping. You they were ru- tripping, tripping. You ruined her night. How oh. dare you? Da 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 da. I was like, dude, I'm done, man. Oh my god, I'm done. Like, what am I doing? Well, dude, yeah. What am I doing? That was uh, like so stories like that. Like I'd put, I'd put in misled. 
You know oh, what I wow. mean? Yeah, I'd incorporate that of like, you know, like just the the woman thinking like she she owns you. They could do whatever they want. Do it's crazy because like I was like, if I would have heard, I never heard this before. You know what I mean? And I'm surprised I didn't hear it from them. I think I probably just told you like, dude, I was, I'm burnt out. Probably. You know what I mean? I mean because like the the way I look at that, I'm thinking now is like, okay, how 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 did that even occur in the first place? You know what I mean? Like, how come the contact person wasn't there to like? keep it because this is what when i was driving the girls around i would always call the contact person and kind of set the rules from the get-go and i let them know like if anything if the the guys make her the the girls feel uncomfortable in any way we're out so make sure it's you on you to well make with sure. the guys i mean like so the women would have but with the guys usually the guys are just like hey the guys knock it are off. a lot more tame they kind of know yeah you can just rules. tell them knock it off but yeah. sometimes you get somebody's got to have your back it's usually the contact person right. i need you to moderate this thing i'm here to do a job but sometimes like there's just too much alcohol the, man yeah shit you know that's what I mean? crazy so then you wrote that into misled yeah like to where like <laughs> holy yeah like to where it was and along with dude with like when i started like and it wasn't uh like a Man, how do I say it? it? wasn't like a habitual thing necessarily, but when I started like sleeping gr- with girls for money. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that that's like where, that's where that came from? Was that um, something that was like offered to you from at the job or like how? Dude, it's crazy. Because one of the other guys, um, we did an episode where he was talking about what he used to work at a club before he joined Magic Men, mm. and he would get these kind of offers. You know, like where, you know, how much to fucking do this to you, how much to take you home with me tonight or whatever like that. And usually it's like, you know, just just talk. You know what I mean? I remember I was probably like, I was probably like 19, 20. And this guy comes in and he's like, hey, man, how much to, you know, hook up with my wife? And I'm like, and she was she was good looking. Like she was really good looking. And I'm like, dude, like this, like. I didn't say that to him, but I'm thinking, like, this ain't my thing. Like, what, you you just sit and watch me? It's like a swinger couple. Yeah. Like, you just sit and watch. So I named off some ridiculous price, dude, like 500 bucks or something like that. He's like, well, I'll call you later. So he calls me, and he's like, hey, dude, you, can you come down on that price? I'm like, no. And I'm thinking, I don't want to do it anyways, bro. And he's like, well, man, I can get someone here at the bar for free. And I was like, yeah, you probably could, dude. Click. You know what I mean? So nothing <laughs> came of that. But then, like, there was a couple times to where it was, like, a girl would say, if you're dancing for, I remember she's like, how much to take you home? And I'm like, I think I said, again, like, something stupid. Well, he said, well, I thought it was stupid because I needed money. So you're not, like, yeah, you're like 500 bucks. And she's like, and eh, whatever. And then, like, she hit me back, like, a month later. No way. And was way. like, hey, I got 500 bucks. I'm like... And I got time. <laughs> so, like, and like oh she did it once, and then she hit me again, and she's like, hey, let's do it again. Wow, so you were like, that's like a gigolo. Dude, I don't know. Yeah, I hate, like, I hate. I know. I know, I hate terms. Look, you. Social, let's, cur- let's, social, let's, social let's, currency. Let's remember, fucking 19, <laughs> this is during that period. Yeah. Yeah, I and mean. And then it turned into, like, then one lady was like, how much. She was like in out of town and she's like, how much to go get a hotel? And I'm like, for the night, thousand bucks. And she's like, okay, let's go get a hotel. So this man was a professional she, fucking crab eater. He said I'm like, cause I didn't like want to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm just going to throw it out there and see if they take it. Yeah. Then it got to the point to where I was like, then I got on like, on like some cocky shit, man. And was like, Dude, I went through this phase, man, and I was like, that's how crazy, like, I went through this, and it was dark, it was dark, dude. Yeah. Like, this, it was a dark time for me, and I was like, I ain't having sex for free. Yeah, I mean, after, like a you year paid, stint. after yeah. you get paid for it, you're like, fuck. Yeah, why, why would I? So then I was just like, I don't do, I don't, I don't do that for free. And then it turned into that. You so know wait, I mean? is this how you would interact with like regular girls that, you know? Yeah, like there was no, like I went through like probably a year, year and a half. That's crazy. I, you know what? I, I feel like that's probably true on the other side of the spectrum as well. Like with girls. Something happens, dude. And you got to go back. And like, if I had to go back and talk to the young me, you know what I mean? I, dude, I'm, I'm like. Yeah, no, the, it makes sense. You know? It's like even, you know. 
when you become a professional actor, dancer. Yeah, you're, you're like, well, this paid. is my rate now. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't you, do student films, bro. It's like, no, that happens to me. Like, just a uh, couple weeks ago, somebody one of, uh, met up with some friends and... They were like, um, "Oh, I heard you're a dancer." My, the, the one mutual friend told me told him I was a dancer. Mm. They told he told him like he's part of the, he owns a bunch of dancers, but he put it lightly like, and they took it as as if I was a dancer. So they're like, they want me to dance like right away as soon as they meet me, dance for us, dance for us, dance for us. And I'm like, no, I'm, first off, I'm not a dancer. Right. I'm the MC. I'm the producer. I'm the everything else but the dancer. And even if I was, it's like it doesn't work like that. Why would I do it? If I'm getting paid to do it professionally, I'm not going to just do it for free unless I really know you and just we're having fun or whatever. But, yeah, it's like the same thing. It, it turns into that. And then, like, you're, you're – I mean, like, you have to – you got to stop and assess at some point and go, where is, like, is a, is a human? Like, I, I, where, where's the disconnect? My wiring's off, right? Yeah. That, like, I would look back now and go, man, I had a lot of wires – that were that were crossed, yeah. right? They oh, came yeah. from something, but that's all the stuff that would, like, you use that in acting, yeah, right. And then you get to the point to where, you, like, you just, you know, yeah, as with Hollywood, you set boundaries. Yeah, well, shoot, that's a good fucking thing to have, especially out here with the way it's all you got. The the way they'll, I mean, you could get taken advantage of so yeah. easily. Yeah, I mean, so then you're just like, fuck that. I'm not doing it for, for free. No. I'm not doing, like, I'm not going to, you know, everything has its rate. Yeah. You know? Hey, would you say that that's probably, like, the darkest part of, like, being in the industry, though? Like, what was the worst takeaway? Some of the best experiences, and what are some of the worst experiences? The best was the, the performance, because it's live theater. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love the dancing, right? And yeah. we, we, we opened for Tyrese at, like... I forget what venue it was in Detroit, and it was sold out. Like, that was the theater, and that's why, like, I got into it. And then the, you know, of course, the money. So, wait, what was right. Tyrese doing? Like, he, was, he had a show he was doing in Detroit. I forget the name of the building. It wasn't Fox, but it was, uh, like, a music hall. It was oh, huge. Oh, the Mosaic Music. Uh, uh, that's what like it was. That. Yeah. So, that was sold out, and they got a hold of us, and, like, hey, you guys want to open for Tyrese? So, it was me, Dion, and a, uh, Chuck D, and a... Uh, I remember dude. seeing that tape, yeah. dude. So I we opened for him. That was cool. Like those Chuck were the highlights, D, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Those so what did he have? You guys just like a dance performance? Yeah, it was a. Uh, so you know That's what the so deal was, for though, Tyrese dude? Too. Was he doing the uh, bro? You his... don't want to know what the one thing they said to us? What? You can't take your shirt off. Okay. They said. They sh- oh, because they don't want you to outshine him. Yeah, because he wasn't. I guess he wasn't in shape. Yeah. So, dude. Fuck that. So we go out there and once like once we get done with it and shit, we just tear our shirts open. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, he was pissed, bro. What they had do? our dressing rooms right across from from his. And you know what's Did the crazy? crowd go crazy? Oh, dude, they went fucking bonkers, dude. They probably went more crazy for us than they did for him. See, that's exactly why he didn't want y'all to do that. <laughs> dude, that's exactly why. And he wasn't in shape. Yeah. It'd be like... And, and he, at that time, he's singing what songs? Like, all his, like, Yeah, he's classics. doing his thing, and he's doing, I forget which movie, so he's not, like, How ripped. How you gonna act like that? <laughs> I can't sing. I'll jump in with you. So, I mean, how does it look for, like, us to go out there and... Yeah. And then they're telling him to take it off, and he doesn't. Oh, so then shit. it looks fucked up, and our dressing rooms are like right across. He probably learned a big lesson. I'm never going on tour again without being in dude, shape. They dude, they were pissed, bro. We like we yeah. Tyrese. <laughs> it's exactly. He's like, dude, I'm 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 getting it right. We go upstairs afterwards, and like his boys are up there, and you know what's crazy? It's like there was this these these two girls that used to come in the club all the time, and get me and one of the my other uh, one of my other boys, and they used to get us, and then now they're in in there. And they're like, his jump off. You know what I mean? It's a, dude, it's like a, a crazy thing on how it comes out. So we run upstairs, dude. We got our shirts off. We go in the dressing room. Uh-huh. And they're like, how was it? This and that. And I was like, oh, man, we killed it. We killed it. And like one of his boys like sees us with our shirts open. He's like, man, get out of here with that shit. Like, I was like, oh, you guys are, you guys are pissed, man. Yeah, because you guys are outshining them. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's Tyrese. I mean, yeah. he's got a bigger fan base. Yeah, of course. They should be, like, of course, they're, I mean, they're there for him. It ain't he's like he'd headline. trade places with us yeah. by, <laughs> by any means. You I know mean, you mean? warmed up the crowd. Like, 
we got him warmed up like crazy for his ass so yeah they were revved up and ready they were to go by the time revved up and out. ready to go man he should be th- now every uh tour he does from there on after he's gonna be fucking ripped and shirtless ripped and he's, and like, he's like i'm ready see if anything you guys kind of put him in check did him a favor yeah so life lesson time iron sharpens iron <laughs> man but that like that was the good that was the good but then i'd see um guys overdose man drugs that's why i never touch drugs either yeah. like i'm the kind of pr- probably like you i could watch someone do something and if it ain't working like i'd see dudes snorting coke ghb yeah and they're just fucked up they're yeah. gone dude they never have any money they're busting holes in walls they're crying yeah they're one, fucking mental they're just just gone my one uh, one of our buddies blew a stop sign dude <laughs> boom paraplegic miracle he lived holy shit and like i'm like dude that's why like till this day i don't mess with nothing man like i watch and i go nah well, see that yeah i think like when you see like the darkest parts like yeah. it almost pushes you away from that shit yeah you know what i mean it's like you got exposed to it mm-hmm. on such a crazy level that you're just like oh fuck that i do like you it, you push it away even further yeah. you know what i mean so now you're like even and more then the money careful. it costs for that man i was all about like memories and yeah. you know helping helping my mom and my parents out yeah that was always like so did you like carry on any of the um like showmanship aspect of it into like acting you know what i mean definitely Uh, like i'm sure like because you know how people kind of have stage fright yeah. Right, you got over that real quick especially if you got to be fully naked on stage had to man you know what i mean so being in front of a camera it's like you don't even think it's like a big fucking deal you know how yeah far, it's as it, soon as the camera turns on they t- turn into a different person i'm sure you experience this when you're doing the demo reels and stuff oh all the time with actors the minute you hit record the uh, life gets sucked out of the room man right and you should be able just to go so do you from think this that to, that you know it, it definitely helped man it definitely helped but you still got the thing of you have to like you get good at that and you're like of course they're gonna I'm in shape. I'm going to take my shirt off. Of course, they're going to like me. No big deal. It's like when you do a certain show so long, you just fall into line. Yeah. But it's different sometimes with shows. You, you just pop up on a TV show. You're just there for a day or two. No one knows you. They're right. just kind of like, hey. And then you got to get sometimes give this long-ass monologue. and So the nerves are there for different Different reasons. Yeah, different from, reasons. Yeah. Opposed to then, now, if you're there for a right. week or two weeks, you're like, oh, hey, what's up, Joe? How you doing? Eh, fuck it. You fuck up. You keep going. Yeah. So there's a certain amount of That's nerves. But the the psychology of it, dude, there's so many similarities and parallels between, I wasn't being facetious when I said, like, the strip club in Hollywood, man. There's a lot of... Parallels between yeah, it. Yeah, man. So did you... Get, being exposed to like the stripping industry kind of did it prepare you for hollywood would you say yeah yeah it did and two like just in what way a lot of it is your look you're marketing something you're branding yourself Mm. right yeah and what you all that life experience comes with almost like any role you can yeah. tap into. But then also, man, yeah. the biggest thing is like we were talking about boundaries. Like, man, and as an actor, it's tough because it's like when I was broke, I had to do things my whole life, man, growing up. Because I grew up poor as fuck. Mm-hmm. Poor as fuck. So my whole life, I had to do things for money yeah. that I did not want to do. Right. Always, man. And that's all I knew. That's all I knew was like doing shit that I didn't want to do. And then that, again, is one of the commonalities with acting in a way. Acting, Sometimes right? Sometimes you have to do roles and shit. Until that you, don't. you don't. And then so, what is you get, as you get older, as I get older now, I'm like, dude, all I have is fucking no. All I have is my talent and my boundaries. All I have is the power that I, of the shit that I say no to. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I can't out desperate, out desperate someone else. Everyone out here is desperate. Yeah. So you got to draw that line in the sand and say, dude, I'm not doing that. Mm. I know my worth. I know my value. I'm not doing that. There's a reason you don't see Robert Downey Jr. and the Marvel DC actors doing Lifetime movies, doing mm. soap operas. Yeah. They know their worth. And that's 
where you that if I didn't go through that, mm. that wouldn't have that wouldn't have clicked for me. Now going until it was too late, maybe. Yeah, until it's too late. Now I pass on roles to like, hey, you got to get again, dude. I probably do have my price if I'm being completely honest. But recently, my agent came to me with something and said, "This is full nude, and you got to do simulated sex." Mm. And I'm like, dude, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. And it ain't because part of me could go. The 19-year-old, you would have been like, fucking sign me up. Where's the How camera? much? How yeah. much? How much? 500 bucks. <laughs> Let's go. It's like, Where's the mark? $1,000 at a hotel for the night. That's it. Yeah. But now it's like, yeah. now for what? Right. I could be like, well, dude, I already got, I got naked for less. I've done, you know what I mean? I, I used to get naked for 20 bucks, but I'm not doing that no more. Yeah. And like even the simulated sex, for what, what purpose does it? And it ain't like I'm holier than now. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Maybe for the right project. Maybe if it was Christopher Nolan or David Fincher and yeah. it's legit. And they're like, you know, this is a movie and this is a story we're telling. Then I'm like, cool. But the gratuitous of like, yeah, just to do, I don't just need, to do for it. For what? Yeah, exactly. I don't need an excuse to suck someone's right. titties. Yeah. I'm married. And if it even compromises my relationship, yep. it ain't worth it. Yeah. And that's the, that's the boundaries, man. That's the boundaries of like, no, nah, I'm good. That's the only power you have. What else, yeah. what else do you have, man, sometimes besides what you say no yeah. to? That's mo- most motherfuckers of- will do anything. Yeah. You know? Especially in desperate situations, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I feel like sometimes there's people that prey on those kind of people. Oh, yeah. No doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. That's definitely um, fucking apparent here. I mean, you hear the stories. It's ridiculous. Dude, it's Hollywood, but it, man. It, 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 it's nice that it's, like, all coming to light now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a lot of it's being exposed. So, like, you know, people have to kind of... Be a little bit more uh, cautious before yeah. they just on a power trip. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, it comes. That's with it. crazy, dude. It comes with it. If there was like, okay, so let's say there's somebody who's young into the game, similar situation as you, like need some money, fucking they they got the physique, they got the confidence, they got you know maybe a little bit of talent to be able to dance, and they're maybe con- looking at this and they're like considering, hey man, you know, fuck, I, I I thought about dancing at one time. What's like one piece of advice you would give that person before you get into it? Just make sure, you know, you kind of have this mindset. What would that be? Save your money and don't don't, don't uh, get caught up with it. Like first thing is like drugs, <laughs> dude. First thing is like drugs. Stay away from the fucking drugs. Don't. It's a slippery fucking slope. Yeah. Just be aware of that going into it. I seen too many man. I seen too many. I had too many friends, man, ruin their life. Don't get too caught up with the temptation. The temptation that man. you're surrounded by. The best. Remember why you got into it. Remember why you got into it. I blew a lot of money on material stuff and yeah. vacations. Do I regret it? Uh, yeah. No, nah, I don't have any regrets. I mean, because you're young and you, you still want to fucking be live dead your tomorrow. life. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I would say though, but I'd say like the drugs and because it is easy come, easy go, right? And like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the women thing, and that's like, sure, you got all the women you want. But, dude, the best advice, and this is a Hollywood thing, man. The best advice I got was from this. I mean, it's like this is a side note, but this dude was right. Mm -hmm. Was this gay dude. He ran a gay bar in Detroit. Mm -hmm. We crossed paths. We're talking about stripping, and uh, he says... Remember this. You create a fantasy. Don't fulfill it. Ooh. I was like, damn, dude. That's like... Ooh. That's like... That stuck that, with that, me until this one, day. That one hit different when you just said dude, that. Dude, I was like, holy shit. He goes, the minute you fulfill it, it's gone. Fantasy's over. It's gone. It's gone, dude. So how do you correlate that to now? It's it's Hollywood, man. There's got to be those. That's another thing with boundaries, man. You don't ah. get, you don't get, you know what I mean? Yes. You don't get this. You hold the power when you, you don't. You hold the power, man. When you don't cave. Yeah. yeah. To where you're always genuflecting and obsequious and just what can I do? And so servant, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, that the, makes a lot of sense to me. 
Like for more reasons than the obvious. Yeah. You know. And the strip club, it's just like, dude, don't fuck your money. Yeah. That's what it don't means. Shit where you eat. Yeah. Don't get high off your own supply. <laughs> yeah. Don't like. You <laughs> know what I mean? Scarface knows this shit. Come on, dog. <laughs> dude, it's like case. what they say. It's like don't meet your heroes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the fantasy is gone. Is gone. It's gone. But that's what that's what you're doing. Yeah. With Magic Men, that you're you're they're larger than life. They're on this stage. Oh my God! It's a fantasy. Yeah. And then the minute the fantasy's gone, it's like eh, right? If right. they seen the dude changing his flat tire out in the parking lot. <laughs> Right, it's or a getting it, different, yeah. getting in an Uber, it'd be like, mm, well, nah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I it's fucking gone. But I feel like we 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 cross back and forth between like the fantasy and reality a lot, and it's actually worked for us. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because we kind of pride ourselves on having a relationship with our fans. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not being so out of touch right. with the you yeah. know the oh, and things base. are different now it is different but you like know? i don't notice any other groups that do this yeah you know what i mean like they actually interact on social media or snapchat and you like giving you a real life personal view on their lives and whatnot yeah. and it's like almost like you know them like they're your boys but also these kind of they're almost rock stars at certain times too like that's yeah. dope that i got a one of my friends that you know, we, we I'm kind of like one of their friends, but like to everybody else, they're fucking rock stars. So it's like yeah. cool to be in their little yeah. clique. You know what I mean? I feel like it kind of works for us in that way. And, I, you know, in general, I fucking enjoy having that relationship with them. And I don't feel like it takes away like, you know, it's not like we're hanging out with the fans and all that. Yeah, you know, but we do like give five in the morning and shit. But we do yeah. like, you know, I, I, the, obviously, even through this podcast, let you everybody into our lives a lot yeah. more than you know other groups and i, I kind of like that i feel like it creates yeah. a more personalized inner uh kind of feeling to what we do because then when they come to the show you know it's like they're screaming my name yeah they know about not you. magic men it's like yeah. oh romeo oh miles hey enrique so and so it's like they and then when they, they hug like they you after you. a show you know they're bringing gift back it's like we would have never had that yeah if we thought oh you know we're up here and you guys are just fan. like we try to create yeah. <laughs> dude it's a fine line yeah it's a fine well of line. course we yeah. you got it there's certain lines you can't cross yeah. but it's like i like having that personal kind of touch to it and i feel like it's kind of worked for us but i get what you're saying you know what i mean like you you don't want to fulfill the fantasy like your fantasy never fulfill it that fuck but i feel like that applies like to almost anything it does like business it does fucking, it's like you know they really want something from you and it's like okay they're trying to see how kind of far can they you know push the the negotiation yeah. it's like never cave right never you're you're, cave. you're maintain you're, that level of like, you got to be top shelf man yeah like louis vuitton dude yep. maintain your value your price yeah. don't budge there's louis vuitton and there's walmart yeah you know what i mean and that's crazy. Which one are you, man? Do you ever, like, look, because you got out just before Magic Men really started oh. to develop. Yeah. Dude. Right? You watched the whole thing go mm. from literally nothing. Oh, nothing. It wasn't anything. It was all the, just guys doing private parties. And then one day we're just like, let's bring them all together. Let's do, like, a little ladies' night. And then from there it turned into, like, okay, we're going to rent out this club get them to give it to us for a uh, a Sunday night. And then all of a sudden, like 500 girls show up. It's like, okay, now you're doing it once a month. And then that turns into a tour. And now you've seen what we've done since then. Was there any part of you that was like, damn, I wish I could be on that tour with those guys? Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely, man. When I saw your shows, I was blown away, dude. The first time you saw our show, when was that? It was here in Los Angeles because you were living here. There was two of them I saw here. Was it the Microsoft? The Microsoft By the Theater. Staples Center. Yep. That was, and I was like, man, shit, dude. It brought back all those memories. And I'm, I'm like, dude, that is, it's a drug. It's the same drug that you get acting. Yeah. Right? It's, it's the accolades. It's the dopamine of the instant gratification. The, just being on stage. Being on stage, the lights, the. Yeah, the performance drug. And it's dude. a drug that you chase. It's an adrenaline dump that you don't get yes, anywhere else. You don't get it anywhere else. I, dude, I'll tell you what, and this is the truth. I've been on countless sets. Yeah. Badass. The coolest ones, man. Yeah. None of them have gave me 
the thrill, and as much as I love acting, it's not like theater. You go, you sit around, you wait. They call you, you go say a couple lines, cut. There's no applause. There's no, right? Yeah. And look, you'd be lying. With, with acting, I mean, it's all, no matter what actors say in performance period, it's attention. Yeah. It's look at me. Yeah. Right? For whatever void it's filling from your fucking childhood. Yeah. That's what it is. Look, we all love the craft. I get that. Yeah. But it's look at me. Yeah. Look at me. The reaction you get from the, the just the energy. And it's the energy, man, of yeah. performing. Yeah. And I, nothing, like, there's been no adrenaline rushes from, from like, being on a film set. No. You sit around in your trailer and you, like, just wait and, and that's it. Yeah. But the the rush from performing, man, like that in front stage, of a live dude, audience, the live audience, that stage it makes is such a difference. Addictive. Yeah. It is a drug. Yeah. That's why it's hard to get out of. Yeah. Right. And then you're like, oh, they're gonna pay me to do this. Yeah. And women are gonna throw money at me. Yeah. It, it's tough to get away from, and it's like, what are you? What are you gonna do? What, what are you? What can you do that? How do you get out of that, that afterwards, dude? That's why Floyd Mayweather's fighting fucking Logan Paul. Yeah, that's why Mike Tyson's still going. It's that thing of like the dude. The spotlight ain't on you no more, man. Yeah, and you're like, dude, I I need that. I need that fix. Yeah, it's, I can see how that can be the case for a lot of people. I think. Um, you know, because it is definitely an adrenaline dump that you don't experience any from anything else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nothing gets me, at, like, as excited as performing a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the best. Nothing gives me that feeling. So everything else kind of becomes, like, a little dull or boring compared. Yeah, and you got you know that new mean? threshold, man. It's Yeah, you have a new threshold. You know, lo- we were fortunate enough to have done so much of it that we became a little bit desensitized to it. I mean, oh, we yeah. toured for six years. By the end of it, dude, yeah. it was just like almost autopilot. You know what I mean? And then, you know, you take some time off, and then when you do it again, because yep. you took so much time off, it hits you like fucking... Yeah. <sighs> you gotta... Woo! <laughs> it's like when you take too much speed, or you gotta, uh, your adrenal glands get tapped. Yeah. Right? And you got to fucking wean them off and whatever. I think they take Benadryl and shit. To yeah. Like, and then that way a couple That's of coffee exactly still works. That's exactly what I felt, dude. Because when we stopped touring, it was a, almost a year since we did our, our Hollywood show. Yeah. And by the time we finished touring, we were tapped out, man. You just burn out. We burnt, you know, we just went so hard for so long. It was like, holy shit. It's like, I need to breathe for a minute. Then we start working on this Hollywood show. But as soon as... I remember it so vividly in my head. Like, I was so anxious the whole day for that first show and then, like, stressed or whatever. But then a couple hours before the show started, I put on my whole, like, host outfit and whatnot. For whatever reason, as soon as I put that outfit on, there's, like, this calmness that just, like, washed over me. And then, like, everybody's, like, kind of checking on me. You good, bro? You good? Like, you just, like, really chill. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm just, like, in my zen almost. And then it's like I had, there's an intro to the show, the new show, where I have, like, a part in it. Like, my entrance is kind of, like, it's definitely, like, uh, electric. It's, it's amped up a bit. And uh, as soon as my, my reveal happened and, like, the, the audience responded to it, I felt this adrenaline just fucking kick in. Yeah. Like, holy shit, it went from zero to 100, and I was amped up, like, fucking switched back on. And I was like, yo, I haven't felt that in over a year. And I used to do hundreds of shows a, a, a year. Yeah, you know and then I mean? you chase that. Dude, it's, it's the equivalent. It is an addiction, man, and you wouldn't know till like, I don't know, we're all addicted to something. We all do something for our yeah. dopamine rush, whether it's Instagram likes or porn yeah. or booze or weed or whatever the fuck, and you have to keep topping it. Yeah. And then something does, you're right, you get desensitized to you it. You get desensitized to it, and then you take a break. and then you, It's like doing social media. For me yeah. right now, it's like just being on social media, getting a reaction out of people, making them laugh. It's like, oh, that feels good again. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say like I'm addicted to it, but I can see how it, like people can be addicted to. Well, it. and it is the dopamine rush. It's the yeah. same shit like a casino. You rush. see likes, and you're like, oh, who just followed me? Who just yeah? Who just like, liked me? That's nice. I post a story, I get a bunch of yeah. fucking messages. Post a picture, get a bunch of comments, and post a funny thing. People are laughing. I'm like, that makes me feel good yeah. or whatever. And then you take a break from it. It's like I don't miss it. Like when I'm not on there. Yeah, you're not. You know what I mean? But when I do do it, it's like, ooh, that felt good. Like yeah. A, they yeah. know that. That's they got you. Some people probably, probably and that's how you get yeah. into. Oh man, I need plastic surgery. Oh mm. man, I need to look like so and so. Oh man, yeah, I need be, this filter. Yeah, see, right? people could take it, take it that way. I feel like I'm fortunate enough to like be self aware enough to like never let it really. Well, when al- it comes to its maturity me. too. But it does also put you in check sometimes because sometimes it's like, man. You know, I don't look as good as I can. I need to get back in the gym. Sure. Fucking, I need to, you know, start taking care of better there care is of my that. health. Yeah. Let me fucking, you know, eat healthier, fucking yep. be healthier, get back in the gym and, like, actually look good, feel good. So when I'm, like, putting myself out there, you know, I'm giving the best version of myself. So it's, like, almost yeah. like, uh, so, like almost a check, for me at least. That's yeah. how I look at it. Yeah. You know, because like when I watch the, uh, some of these uh, podcasts back, I'm like, damn, I got dark circles under my eyes and mm-hmm. whatnot, man. I need to get more sleep. Mm-hmm. I need to fucking stop. You know, I need to fucking go get some sunlight. <laughs> I need to like, you know, eat better, get back in the gym. So it's like, OK, I want to look good for the camera. I'm not addicted. Like it's not yeah. I'm not going to go get no plastic surgery or nothing. Sure. But at the same time, it's like this subtle like nudge like, yo. At least that's how I take it. No, so it is. And it's been it good is too. Me. And it, I mean, look. I mean, we're we're older, we're mature now. It would have fucked me up when I was young. Yeah. It. You know what I mean? When I was young, I was vain yeah. and like so uh, narcissistic. I'm sure, mm-hmm. right? And like crazy diets and steroids, all that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got to be, got to be the best. Got to look better than so and so. And there's a direct correlation between how much money yeah. you can make. That comes from when you're comparing yourself to other people. Right. Well, and with the stripping, it's like, yeah, you have. I to. will make more money. Yeah. Right. I see it right away when mm. you take the shirt off, and they're like, and girls are like, you are like For, a god. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Right. And then that gets addicting, and then you feed into that. Mm. You're right. I am. <laughs> dude, I've met some guys who literally thought like that. Dude. Yeah. I'm not going to name no names. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you, you kind of know who, you're, who I'm like referring to, but you've definitely crossed paths with some of these guys back in the day. And they literally had it in their head that they're like God's gift to earth. Well, and what and happens, like, man, is you... Where do you get this, e- like, this ego? Dude, so- there goes the Hollywood thing again, though, yeah. bro. You believe your own height. Yeah. And you start taking yourself too serious. Yeah. And that's the same thing that happened to me when I was younger. And I start going, yeah, sex. I mean, like, no, yeah. it's like, that's money. Especially when you first get uh, uh, exposed to the attention for sure. the first time. Like, it's real easy to go. I remember when we first start touring and whatnot, we're getting all these fans and whatnot. Fucking, dude, we were acting totally different. It's like, I sure. thought I was something special. Yeah. It's like fucking, uh, you know. And that's what brings the greats down, right? That's what yeah. brought Mike Tyson down. You become your own worst enemy. Yeah, it, Mike Tyson has a, a really popular line that I, I love. He said, the, the limo door is not so f- is right next to the gutter. Damn, dude. He's like, That's you deep. can step right out of that limo door and it's, right into the, the gutter. It's the same thing that happened to me when I was with Cut. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I started thinking, who the fuck are you? You ain't, <laughs> you ain't nothing. And, and then my motherfuckers are looking at me like, <laughs> and they're telling me, like, you're the greatest. And I'm like, I believe that shit. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's good. That's so <laughs> That's my Mike impersonation. He's so, bro, he's so wise now. He is. I love his new podcast, Hot Boxing. Yeah. And all this stuff, like listening to him now he's after he's gone through all he got this, humbled. Dude, he's so wise. Got humbled. Like, for his persona and who he portrays to like the general public. Yeah. When you listen to him and it's like, yo, this guy's mentally like gone everywhere yeah. and just like thinks about life life has a way of humbling you oh yeah you know what i mean yeah i got humbled you start thinking you're invincible and you yeah. start thinking you're that you start believing your own hype and you start thinking i am i am great yeah i am and it's all bullshit yeah it is all bullshit and you got to stay and 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 not humble from the standpoint of like 
you know, I think the true definition of humble is actually really um, kind of deprecating. Mm. It, it's it's not like modest. They, gotcha. They aren't. It's just humble, just like grounded in reality. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and mean, not, not thinking you're above everybody else. Right, man. Because you know that mean? that shit don't end up bringing you down. Yeah. You know, it, it's not a fun way to live life either. No, it just it life will God. Yeah. Will humble you. Yep. And put you in your place real quick, and then you, then it just gets to like, man, what am I even? What am I doing here, man? What is my purpose? Yeah. Because that ain't my purpose. For what? What? Dude, I'm empty inside. Yeah. See. Empty. See, but there's like so many people that don't like they don't got the fame, they don't got the girls, they don't got the look, and they think that's what I need for me to feel the fulfillment. Yeah. And then once you get it, like Jim Carrey has a popular line. Yeah. Like, I wish you could have all those things so you could realize that that's not the answer. Yeah, and you, but you, a lesson learned is better than one told. Yeah. You got to go through You almost through have that. to, yeah. You, you have to go through it, man. You got to yeah. learn by your ass, man. Yep. You just got to. I could tell you till I'm blue in the face, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you could, what are you going to tell some young kid? Like, oh, man, you don't want to X, Y, Z. He's got to go and learn. Yep. You know, and my, that's how my parents were with me, man. Yeah, everybody's got to kind of just figure it out for themselves sometimes. Because, yeah, hearing it is one thing and being told it, but actually experiencing it, like, it hits different. Like, you, you get put in check fucking way harder. And then you're like, and you oh, got now it. I understand why they always used to tell me this. Yeah, I didn't listen to the older cats. They're like, mm -hmm. dude, you got to start doing this and this and this. Mm -hmm. I didn't listen. That's crazy, dude. I want to get into, because you mentioned your wife. Oh, She's yeah. your wife now? Yeah. Okay, we're about to dive into that. Yeah, but we're going to get into man. that on the exclusive part of the episode. Mm. But anyway, we're going to continue this conversation over on Magic Men Plus. We're going to talk about your relationship. Mm. I want to know how that you made that all work, given your past. Because she knows everything, right? Mm -hmm. So she, I want to know if there's any, like, and we're also going to see if there's anything that carried over from the stripping industry that might have helped you with the relationship. And then we have some fan questions. These are questions that girls are afraid to ask, guys. We're going to get your opinion oh, on some of these. Okay. I do want to give a shout out, before I forget, to some of the uh, top social media commenters. I know I said I was going to do this for you guys, and I forgot last week because we were on a serious topic. And uh, I, it completely <laughs> slipped my mind. But I got you girls this week. Don't think I forgot about y'all. Y'all are still appreciated. So from YouTube, Lisa G, you know me. You are the shit, girl. You, you've been on every single video. Also, Caroline J, we see you on the, them YouTube comments killing it. From IG, we got Licia B underscore 87 all over the IG comments killing it, girl. We love you for that. And then from TikTok, we got a couple of y'all. SarahJoy.xoxo. She all over our thing. She likes tic-tac-toe. Tic-tac-toe, tic dick-tac-toe. Oh, that's She's it. all over it. We, we appreciate you, girl. Loanne87, I see you as well. Didn't the other girl have an 87? Oh, yeah, there's two 87s. <laughs> two 87s. Damn, you might want to hit up, link up with Licia. <laughs> They're sisters. <laughs> TracyRN0, I see you as well. And last but not least... A fan account. Lori.MilesHass.Fan. Extra love for you. Mwah. That's pretty cool. Love it. Keep, it, keep, the, keep the love coming. We appreciate it. I always appreciate seeing those comments and whatnot. Um, it's always fun to interact with you girls. Everybody, check them out on Instagram. Do you have like a, anything else aside from your Instagram? Is that your main place? Yeah, main Instagram. The John Stan. The John Stan. Yep. T-H-E-J-O-N-S-T-A-N. The John Stan. Go check him out on Instagram, man. He's got a lot of... Uh, and if you're in, in, in the acting field or you know somebody in the acting field, you want to hit this man up. He's got some a lot of uh, credits to his name. He helps with coaching. He's got a, a self-tape studio, a demo reel studio. He's, Hot he, could get, he could t help take you from the streets... To in front of the, the, the screen, from the streets to the screen, real quick. There so you go, from the streets to the screen. Hit up Hot Shot Self Taping. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to continue this conversation on Magic Men Plus. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple or on YouTube, hit subscribe. Again, leave us a comment. Leave us a nice review. Anything that'll help us be exposed to, to more people to the masses just a couple of fellas that have gotten a 
different taste of life. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, y'all, we'll see you over on Magic Men Plus. Thank y'all for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Peace. <laughs>